This is 365 Sports. The Midway Panthers podcast with David Smoke and head coach Shane Anderson is brought to you by Bird Culchin Ford, Centex Bookkeeping, the U.S. Army Waco Recruiting Company, Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine, Safe and Secure Storage, and TFNB, your bank for life. It is time for week number six of our Midway Football podcast on 365 Sports. I'm David Smoke with Midway Panthers head coach. Shane Anderson, uh, is that a smile on your face? A, a win? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's always good to be one and zero when uh, you start district play, and uh, you know, just super proud of our kids and our coaches for last week. And you know, unfortunately, uh, we're at that point in the season where you can enjoy it for about twenty four hours, and it's time to get to the next one and got a big test this week. Home game against Harker Heights, seven o'clock will be our pregame on one hundred six seven FM, the Eagle, and also the link on the app. Get the app, Sikkim. 365, you can listen to the games on the app, too. Um, and Harker Heights, who won the district championship last year, had a coaching change and uh, were blown out by Weiss. And, and Weiss seems to be right now the guy, you know, the alpha in 12-6A, although we'll see down the road, and, and you have them at the end of the year. So let's do Harker Heights first and then go backwards and reverse into last week at Hutto. They don't have the running back. Rashawn Sanford's at Houston. He hurt his knee. He's out for the year, but he was spectacular. Like, their best running back they've ever had. They have the quarterback back in Plake. Uh, he throws the ball a lot more. Different coaching staff. What do they do differently? Yeah, you know, like you said, it's a, it's a different, you know, uh, Jerry and those guys have always been a, you know, I think part of it's Jerry being a defensive guy was there for, you know, 11 or 12 years. And, uh, you know, they were a run-oriented play really, really good defense uh, team and uh, you know they're still playing good defense you look at their scores other than last week uh, you know they've held opponents you know to, to you know four four touchdowns you know I think one week against somebody they gave up five touchdowns but other than that they, you know, they're still playing good defense they're just not as run heavy uh, you know and, and they're throwing the ball around it's more of the traditional spread stuff uh, you know trips doubles and, uh, you know, they're, they're wanting Plake to throw the ball, and, and he's done a good job, and he has, you know, a whole, you know, swarm of receivers that can that can go get it. Mark Humble, the head coach now at Harker Heights, he played at Colleen High, was on that state championship team back, I believe it was back in 1990. It was 91. Wasn't it? 91, yeah, when they had the Kangaroos made the great run. So you changed your defense at halftime? Yeah, you I went mean, to a three-man front rather than four-man front. What was the, the Clint Clayton and your coaching staff decision there? Yeah, you know, I think uh, most, you know, the biggest deal was we felt like it was giving us an opportunity to to get, uh, you know, our best 11 guys on the field and nothing against our D-line, but, you know, they weren't running the ball between the tackles. And so, uh, you know, we we come out and, you know, essentially gotten two five techniques with our ends and, you know, gave up uh, – you know, the interior stuff and tried to kind of dare them to run inside. And that's not really what they wanted to do. And, you know, we felt like they gave us the best opportunity to take care of the, the, the um, you know, interior stuff and then expand those outside backers to try to help on some of that pass stuff. And like I said, it was a good mix up and, and our kids played extremely hard and, you know, um, we're able to get the Krausen kids some, some reps yep. and, you know, he come in there and kind of lit a fire. He was our defensive MVP and we just felt like he changed the game and, uh, you know, he's a sophomore, real, real big motor guy, plays extremely hard. Uh, you know, we felt like that, uh, you know, once we watched the film that, that he kind of added a spark. And so, you know, we're just, like I said, super proud of our coaches and super proud of our kids. 
We talked about this, especially in the game a couple of weeks ago against Heath and Rockwall. You had the near interceptions. You had one, but it was called back with a penalty. But to get a mistake, Krausen recovers the fumble, speaking of him. Uh, when they were driving and it looked like they were getting that, that, that rhythm back, and they were, they had the long pass. But to see that ball on the ground, it seemed like it was on the ground for 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and, then, yeah. and I didn't know who came up with it initially, but for him also to get the turnover, what did that just mean to get a break that you also yourself took advantage of? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's the name of the game is just, you know, the ball's got to bounce your way sometimes, and it bounced our way several times Friday night, and, uh, you know, our kids took advantage of it. And that's, you know, that's what we, we've been, like you said, we've been really close. We've had some interceptions hit us in the hands and, and dropped them. And, you know, I think we had another one the other night. Uh, Isaiah stepped in front of that one. Oh, and, yeah. And it would have been a pick six if he if he catches it. But, you know, needless here and there, you know, it's uh, it's one of those deals where, you got to take advantage of opportunities. And uh, like I said, I think, you know, we tell our kids all the time, if you play extremely hard, good things are going to happen. Yeah. And so, and that's, that's, I think that's what it is. And, you know, like I said, not taking anything away from, you know, Hutto or Will Hammond or anybody, but, you know, I think that, you know, our guys rose to the occasion. And I think that Friday night, Ty Brown was the better quarterback on the field. And, you know, he, he I think he showed that. Yeah, he was, he was fantastic. And we'll get to that. Uh, you mentioned Isaiah Alexander, who makes plays? He almost had it would have been a pick six of about eighty yards. But what I loved about that is he didn't like let that get him down. He blocked the field goal that came back to be a big part of it, and and also was a play you made on defense. Yeah, you know we celebrate that kind of stuff. We celebrate, uh, you know, Saturday mornings. We celebrate, you know, obviously an MVP on uh, offense, defense, and special teams. We celebrate big plays. You know, uh, you know, kind of plays that, that changed the game. And, you know, Isaiah was our big play on special teams this week, obviously, you know, blocking the field goal. And then Donovan also had a blocked extra point. But, uh, you know, I think when, he, when when all the dust settles, we win by three and yeah. blocked the field goal. And so, you know, we celebrate that stuff. We celebrate big hits with our kids. They get stickers for their helmets. And so, you know, they're really buying into that. And, you know, they're, like I said, they, they shake the, the negative and they get to the next play and, and it gives them an opportunity to to be celebrated and, and, you know, be recognized the next day. All right, what was the bigger play in the fourth quarter? Ty and the 61-yard run that just kind of like, it wasn't just you got a break and then you had the 61-yard run. And again, he seems to glide and you don't look like he's going fast, but he is and it's hard to get him. Or, and tell me the discussion on fourth and three, because that was what sealed the game. He picked up the first down. Yeah, you know, I think obviously, uh, you know, anytime you can flip the field after a turnover, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, and, you, and if you're on our sideline and, and they get a fourth down stop or they get a turnover, we're constantly telling our kids, you know, hey, here yep. comes the trick play. Here comes the big play. And, uh, you know, they're going to take a shot. They're going to take a shot. And, uh, you know, we, we took a shot. It was just in a different, you know, it wasn't over the top. And it was, you know, Chad, and those, uh, Coach President, and those guys felt like they had it you know, had something, you know, in that run scheme and then and we hit it and Ty took off and like you said, it flipped the field. Big play, but I think, you know, sealing the deal on the fourth and three, you know, on the just on the plus side of the field, we knew that, that we had to get that or they were going to get the ball back. And, you know, it, the conversation was, we're not punting. Uh, I asked Chad, I said, you got it? He said, yes, sir. And here we roll. And so, you know, and I like to let those guys, you know, I felt like if we punted it, you know they were they were good enough offensively, and and they had kind of 
had enough time to make some adjustments to us being in that three-man front and that last drive they had I think it was a 20-play drive the last one they went down and scored so you just you know it's kind of a field deal and uh you know luckily for us uh you know Chad did a great job of formation them and getting the edge we wanted and we knew that uh you know, we had the edge. It was just a matter of getting that block and, and getting around there, and, and everybody executed. And, and like I said, super proud of our offensive line all night. We, you know, we rushed for, you know, almost 350 yards, and that's a big deal for us. And so, you know, we put a lot of stock into that, and we recognize those guys, and, and we celebrate those goals. And and so it was just, you know, it was a good win. Hey, don't go out of bounds, though, when you get the first down, right? No that, doubt. That was, but no you, doubt. Had, you had plenty of time, and their timeouts were very minimal. Jaden Johnson starts at left guard. He's a big fella and a young sophomore, another sophomore. How much did his, like, size and just kind of a changeup help you? Yeah, you know, I think uh, it was good for us. You know, it was good for him. We call him Debo. Uh, you know, obviously, he's he's a big dude, and and uh, that's been his nickname since he was in junior high. And, and so, what is that again? Uh, Debo. Debo, You know, okay. like off the movie Friday. Yeah. The big bully. And uh, so he uh, – you know, he's he's a lot of fun. He's a fun kid. You know, just being a sophomore, uh, he's practiced with the varsity all year. Uh, we've, we've tried to get him, you know, playing time, get him some reps on the JV. Uh, Coach Summer and Coach Passwater have done a great job of kind of molding him into being ready for that opportunity. And, you know, we just told him, you know, hey, go out there, get your hands on somebody and, and be aggressive and, and then good things will happen. And so he had a great he had a great game, and uh, you know, like I said, we really had a great game across the board on the offensive line, and you know, mixed in some some tight end stuff with Landry, and then uh, you know, we moved KJ, who's been a kind of our third string right. quarterback, and just a super super athlete, just hadn't really had a had a fit, and, and and our offensive staff has done a good job of getting him included, and then being able to use Donovan when we need to on offense is has been good, and Donovan's worked hard to play himself into shape to be able to do that. So it was just an all-around effort. I don't remember the exact time, but you called a timeout. It was a kind of a moment where you had the lead, but you called the timeout, and you were in front of your entire team on your sideline. It wasn't just a timeout to stop the clock or to get a play in. You called a timeout. What did you say then? Well, we had, uh, I think it was just right after we just scored, and, uh, and uh, you know, they got a 15-yard penalty. And so I didn't want it to come down. You know, I knew the referees were going to, you know, tighten up the screws, so to speak, on the uh, on the penalty stuff and try to keep the game, you know, in check as far as the extracurricular right. stuff after plays. And so I just wanted to remind our kids, don't get it, don't get caught up into that deal. Felt like we were in a good position to win the game. UIL rule says if you get a 15-yard penalty, you throw a punch, you get two 15-yard penalties, or you get ejected, that you, you're suspended for the half of the next game. And so, you know, we just try to bring reel our kids in and make sure they understand there's a bigger picture than than what happens on that play. And, and our word of the week last week was now. Yep. And, uh, you know, we talked to them. I said, hey, look, we're right where we want to be right now. Don't get caught up in something that, that's going to cost us. You know, play hard, finish the game right. You know, we'd been in that position twice earlier in the year, and I think that's the difference in us winning or losing that football game as is, is, is our non-district schedule prepared us for it. Well, uh, it, it was an emotional week for you, and we've discussed that. And, and, and your Tommy, your grandfather, uh, the memorial was, uh, of course, on Tuesday. Did that come into play, the emotions of just winning the game? Was that at all ever on your mind last Friday? No, not really. Just being honest with you, you know, okay. it's uh, – like I said, it's there's there's so many emotions, there's so many things that happen on Friday night. You know, I just it's it's like I said, it's one play after the next, yep. one series after the now. next. 
and then it's 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 now. And uh, you know, and I think our our staff has done an outstanding job of just understanding, you know, what we have and 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 how good we can be. And uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm just like I said, I'm super proud of our guys, our, our our coaching staff, and our players, and the people that are in our facility. Uh, you know, you're always gonna have naysayers. You're gonna have people that you know especially with social media nowadays oh, yeah. and, and the Instagram and the and the Snapchats and all the stuff that they can put out there real quick and roast and high sight. And, and it's just a society we live in. And, and we try to keep that stuff out of the locker room. I know the kids see it, but uh, we try to stay focused. Our coaches do an outstanding job of staying focused on that. And like I said, it was an emotional week for me. But at the same time, man, it, it, I mean, being 1-0 in our district – it, is, it was the goal, and that's where we're at. And, and just like I said, I couldn't be proud of our kids and our coaches, and we got to do it again this week. Well, 1-0 last year, and then, of course, Harker Heights on the road. Junior got hurt, and, and that game was very much up for grabs at the particular time. One note on Friday's broadcast in our pregame, my interview will be with Ezra Martinez Sr., his son, of course, Junior, one of the outside or now inside linebackers with the change in the formation, and uh, a great, great time with him. We will feature him on the uh, pregame show that will start at 7 o'clock, 106.7 FM, and Sikkim 365 app. What's the word this week? Respect. And uh, we, we spun it uh, with our kids. You know, obviously the old cliche, respect's not given, it's earned. Uh, being one and oh, you know, yeah, you opened everybody's eyes, you know, okay, okay, they're, you know, that non district schedule, they're one and oh in district, but you really want to gain people's respect. You really want to prove to people that, that, that we're, we're making progress and we're getting better each week. You got to go out and you got to, you got to win this one. It's at home. Uh, like I said, we've talked about our home crowd, we've talked about our student section. Uh, you know, you know what kind of atmosphere it's going to be. It's going to be unbelievable for our kids, and, and they're just, you know, they're fortunate to get to play in the stadium we have and in front of the crowd we're going to have. And, and uh, you know, so we have to respect that, you know, as, as players and as a program, you know, the support we have and, and, and the opportunity we have. But at the same time, it's about going out and being 1-0 again this week and, and, and people starting to respect us as a football team again. A lot of attention last week with Will Hammond going to Tech. We discussed him, but it was nice to see Ty. The throw to Jackson Baird it started the second half. The score right before the half when you're down 17 and then you turn around like a less than a minute into the third quarter, uh, he was huge. And the weapons you're starting to see, Longoria, 100-plus yards, ran hard. Uh, Wissington, Lathan had some tight, tough runs, scored. You know, again, uh, you see guys growing up, don't you? Isn't yeah. that the best part of being a it coach? Is. It is. It's a lot of fun. And especially, like I said, just you, know, you take it on the chin and – and then you you know you gotta you gotta stay locked in, stay focused on on us and the team, and not like I said, not letting the outside noise get in the locker room, and and just getting the kids to believe in each other. And that's probably the the, the most fun is just when it's over and you get that dub, and to look at the kids smile and look at them look at each other, you know. And that's that's the first thing I told them after the game. You know, I hey, remember what this feels like. Right. You know, you you have to remember what this feels like. You have to remember what you did this week to give yourself that opportunity and you got to repeat it. And that's hard for kids nowadays. It's hard for adults. And, uh, you know, but that's, that's the goal. That's the name of the game. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a tough week. It's going to be a tough league. I mean, each week we're going to have to show up and play. We're going to take care of the ball. And I feel like that all the teams in our league are, are very, very comparable. 
And I think it's going to come down to big plays and turnovers, and that's what we're going to keep preaching. Everything tastes better. Everything, like drinks, food, the <laughs> air you breathe, everything at home when you win, and it was a nice win. Gutsy and also emotional win uh, against uh, against Hutto, 45-42. Harker Heights, 7.30 the kick. Our pregame at 7 o'clock, 106.7 FM, the Eagle and Sikkim 365 app. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. That's Midway football coach Shane Anderson, and this is 365 Sports. This is 365 Sports. The Midway Panthers podcast with David Smoke and head coach Shane Anderson is brought to you by Bird Culchin Ford, Centex Bookkeeping, the U.S. Army Waco Recruiting Company, Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine, Safe and Secure Storage, and TFNB, your bank for life. 